sometimes I underestimate how good this microphone actually sounds like. And then I make a test and then I actually hear how this actually sounds like. And I'm like, oh, dang. Okay, this is pretty good. So anyways, I want to welcome you to the Cozy Pillow Talk by me, Alex. That, like I said, the intro is a working progress. And I don't know if we're ever going to get it, but hey, it is what it is. First of all, I want to know, how are you? How are you feeling? Right now, it is November 15th, and I'm feeling good. I think, I think, and I hope you're feeling good too. Um, but then again, who am I to assume how you're feeling? Am I right? Who am I to assume anything at this point? But I really do hope you're well, and I want to thank you for joining this podcast today or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to it. If you may be jogging, if you may be on the train, one of you could be on the train. I have a friend who told me she was on the train and I forgot to mention, you know, I forgot to include people who were actually outside doing stuff as well. You could be cozy outside while you're walking. Maybe it's not that cozy. You know, maybe you're sweating a little bit. It's not that sexy. You're feeling a bit hot, you know? So I hope at least my voice can make you feel more like you're, you know what, taking a break and putting putting your mind at ease. You never know. But whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're doing, it could be legit whatever. I hope you're just not having sex while I'm like talking because, I mean, I wouldn't really consider my voice as like a sexy voice. I would consider my voice as like, wait, how the hell do I consider my voice? Honestly, I don't actually know, but whatever it is, I don't think it's something that I feel like it will turn people on. So maybe if you are going to have sex right now, I appreciate it, but maybe just don't. <laughs> also, because the topic today is really, it's not a turn on topic. And if I do sound a bit, I don't know, like I do, like today I am feeling quite good. Like I'm having a good day, Um, except that like my belt is feeling quite tight because I just had a lot of food and sometimes I feel like a stuffed pig if I have my belt on. If I don't have my belt on, things are okay, you know. But yeah, um, what I want to talk about today is actually my experience living with a roommate. And it is, it is, mm, I mean, I think everyone has different experiences when living with somebody. You can either have good times, you can either have bad times. I, for example, I had very mixed feelings and very mixed, like, how how the hell should I say it? We had some good times, we had some bad times. And I think in the end, it was probably more bad times than actually good times. (laughs) So I think we're just going to get into it. So when I moved to Paris in 2018, what does it? Yeah, it was 2018. I lived with a roommate. I knew who she, I, I I knew her. She is American. I'm going to say she was American, but it sounds like she died, but she didn't die. Hmm. But let's just, you know, let's talk in the past. So she was American. And um, at that time when we were looking for an apartment, which was um, around spring 2018, we were looking for apartments and stuff like that online. Her parents were in America, and my family were, fam- my family was here in Switzerland, and um, 
And she herself was in Russia at that time because she was serving a mission from the Mormon church in Russia. So she was, you know, just doing her business there, you know, converting, converting people into the whole situation and stuff like that. <sighs> like the Russians need it. But anyways, um, so it was mostly like her mom, me and my mom looking for an apartment for us to live in. And let me tell you, her mom is very, very, very Karen-esque, if I can say it like that. And if you know what I mean, Karen-esque, like she is the mom who is like the soccer mom 99. Um, she is the one who is organizing the school dance or probably she's, or she's probably the chaperone at the school dance, you know, making sure people dance like a boy and a girl would dance together, but they would at least have, at least have space for a Bible in between them so they don't come too close, you know? She would be the one who'd be like, okay, the movie cannot be, you know, PG-16 or whatever it is. I don't really know. It has to be like something for Disney. Um, you know, making sure that everyone can watch and there's no cuss words, there's nothing. So her mom is very much a Karen-esque in everything. And, you know, she, if she wants her way, she will get her way. So already looking for an apartment was kind of special because there were some really cool ones that I saw and I was, I was totally down and the price was good. Location was like, an, you know, at, like in the middle of Paris, it's more like an urban area. It's not like one of those kind of, it's not too, not, it's not too much of a dangerous area, but she was in total favor of looking at Google maps, seeing what is around there. Isn't that maybe if there's like a, you know, maybe, maybe like a, a what would I say? Maybe a place where you could play pool or something like that. And and maybe you could do, I don't know, probably like a pool club maybe, you know? Um, if that was like maybe 10 minutes away, it would probably be like a no-go because there could be bad people around there hanging out there. But then again, I'm like, we're living in Paris. There's bad people everywhere. There's homeless people pooping on your street right in front of your house. Like, well, how much how much worse can Paris get at this point, you know? You put something outside in the street and the next day it's gone. And that, no matter where you live, you can live in the richest area and it's still going to be the same thing. Obviously, we're not going to live in, you know, places like closer, like closer to train stations and stuff like that because that's the places you want to avoid. And that is clear for everybody. There are the places you clearly want to avoid and there's the places you know it's okay to live in. But I think, sorry, I just yawned and they're like... As if I had a long day, but I really did not have a long day. <laughs> but I think it's also the fact that I'm like staring at my door and talking. So it kind of gets a bit, not boring, but like, I'm kind, I'm just talking to a microphone and looking at my door. So anyways, so, uh, so yeah, we know the areas that are good and that are bad. Like I've been to Paris many times before and one can kind of see, okay, you know, where are you the most young people and stuff like that. But then we chose to live in the 17th. Um, which is way left. And her mom was basically looking out that Nicole could have, um, around 25 minutes, well, 20 to 25 minutes to go to school. And me, it took me like from that area, it took me around 40 to 45 minutes to, to get to school. And that was actually what I was trying to avoid because already here in Switzerland, one has to travel quite a long time just to get into the city. Well, from, from where I live, you know, and I was kind of sick of that. So I was like, okay, for my, for my new life, I want to start something new and just like live somewhere else, you know, like live somewhere where I can actually be close to school or I don't have to like travel so far. But then her mom was like, well, you can have the bigger room 
for the fact that you need to travel so long. And I mean, the big room was great. You know, it was good. I had basically like a, like a half walk-in closet and I did have space for all my stuff. But what was also the thing is because she didn't have space in her room. So we basically shared our walk-in closet. So she didn't have to go inside my room to go to go get her stuff because there was a little door that had access to my bedroom, but also to the closet. So maybe I was like sleeping there and then I heard that door open and it's basically my room, you know. But it's like I couldn't really see the door opening. I couldn't see the door opening at all, but I knew the door was there and I heard when it opened. So basically she had that door and she had some of her things inside. And trust me, her things don't look special at all either. So we can just ignore that part. And then, okay, so we had that apartment and it, how much was it? So we, it was, I think, 60, I think it was around 60 square meters for two bedrooms where mine was bigger. Hers was very small. Like hers was tiny. It had a single bed and then a space for a shelf, like a little, little shelf. And then some Jesus posters and stuff like that. And then my room had a double bed, not the biggest, but it was a double bed. So two, two people could sleep on it. And I had, yeah, I had more things in my, in my room anyway. So that was pretty good. Um, and then we had a living room, which was quite big. And then the kitchen was really nice. And then we had um, the bathroom. Well, we only had the shower and the sink area that was next to my room, between my room and her room. And then by the entryway was a toilet. So one had to walk all the way. Like if, if you're in my room, for example, which is way in the back around the corner, I had to walk all the way over there to the door, to the front door to use a toilet separately that didn't have a sink inside, nothing. So yeah, I mean, and and also that apartment, first of all, let me just say the walls are thin. Okay. <laughs> the walls are thin. I noticed over time that the walls are super thin and with that, you know, you can imagine I had stories, but yeah, let me just, you know, we'll, I'll tell you more later about the walls. So the move in, it was actually, actually it was, it was great. So I made sure I was there two days earlier so I could just kind of see the situation, you know, check us in this, that, and as well, like, see, I yawned again. I'm like, I, I'm not even really tired, but I think it's, I don't know, honestly, but don't take it personally why I'm yawning. I think I'm the problem. It's not you. It's me. But yeah, anyway, so I arrived there two days earlier just to check out the situation, check out the street we live in, this and that. And the place was ugly. Like I honestly never even found the place cute. The only, the re only reason why I took it because at one point my parents were kind of like, come on, like, she's not being very easy about this, about this whole move-in thing, like her mom, so, like, I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna settle down, and we're just gonna take this place, as long as I get the bigger room, it's fine, you know, as long as I can kind of, like, live alone and do whatever I want, it's fine, I was completely wrong about that, because, okay, living with somebody else is not like living alone at all, and the first months, they're great, you know, if you do like the person but then after if you'd realize well, you don't like the person it's hell um yeah so the move in like in the already in the first week we decided to go to ikea and buy some stuff so we we rented a car 
We went to Ikea. We bought a lot of new things for our apartment. We kind of just kind of, you know, put our personal touch into it. And it was super, it was great. And actually, our apartment looked great after that, you know. And then after we were just alone without our without our moms there, because both of our moms came with us. And the first months were great. Like, we were kind of learning everything to do, to like, learning everything out together. Basically, we were alone in Paris, us two. We knew each other from church, um, from the Mormon church. We knew each other and... Um, those were days when I still did go to the church. I sometimes went with her because she didn't want to be alone either. And I was like, okay, it's good to meet new people and stuff like that. And honestly, through those, like through those times going to church, I did, I did meet like some of the best people ever. Maybe if they're listening, they will know. Um, and so I don't regret that part at all. So that was pretty great. Um, yeah. So the move in was great. And, um, I think it was good until maybe after Christmas. So when it hit like January, February, 2008, uh, 2019, that's when I think things started to get a bit bad. I don't know what happened, but I think I just realized that our lives were very different, that we had different different values you know her values were very much like the church says this the church says that the church says that and my life was more like um okay let's be spontaneous and see what happens you know I'm always like I am okay so I am sometimes spontaneous I'm sometimes not spontaneous but if it's if it's like if it's about like just little things if I'm going to watch a movie I'm not going to check online first if my four-year-old nephew can watch it because if he can watch it then I can see it which was basically her policy if I ever want to watch a movie with her it was more like she had to check online to see what other moms said about the movie and if they said it was good and had no cuss words in it she would watch it too if it had a cuss word in it she would probably be like I don't know if I can watch it or if there was like a oh that one time I did I went to see A Star is Born with Lady Gaga in it, and it was probably the, one of the best days of my life, and I asked her, I was like, oh, should we go together and see it? It's in the cinema, it's new, and then she checked online to see if it was actually, you know, if there was any sex scenes in it, if there were any bad words, and she was like, I saw they have, they do, they do have, like, nudity in it, and some cuss words, so I think I'm gonna pass. But then, you know, for the music, for the music itself, like, from the whole, from the whole movie, she was totally into music, but just, like, not the movie so I'm kind of like why are you like why are you supporting the music then if you can't even watch the movie you need to watch the movie to get the songs you know huh something like that <sighs> my goodness so yeah so if that was something where I was like okay that's a bit strict then that went on with every single other movie I was kind of like and like she was very much a girl who's like I only watch 50, 50 like movies from the 50s and I'm like honestly like I'm like I respect it but like because I'm like, in, in the end, everyone can do what they want, but but as well, like, don't make me have the same lifestyle that you have. And just because she thinks that, oh, yeah, we go to the same church, we do, uh, you know, we have the same values, doesn't mean we actually really do. Like, I like to go out on a Sunday where she doesn't. I like to be in normal clothes on a Sunday where, for her, it's a no-go. I don't pray before I eat. Where for her, she does. I sometimes did pray with her, but I never said the prayer because, you know, my church story is a bit complicated. Complicated, but good. 
Um, and I think maybe I'll make a podcast one day about that too. And then what else? Um, it was kind of like she was having her Sabbath day, which is, which is a Sunday. And like, I felt like I had to kind of like, obviously I respected it, but the thing is, it's like, if we're two different people do it for yourself and don't do it because, and don't do it and try to make the whole apartment to be your way. You know, if I wanted to have wine, because I, I mean, I like, I like a cup of um, a cup, a glass of wine or two or three, or just a bottle, whatever I like. And the thing is, where the hell do you put a, where do you hell do you put a white wine? You can't just leave it out open there. You know, you put it in the fridge. I put a white wine in the fridge and she was like, um, excuse me. I don't feel comfortable with, uh, having alcohol inside the household. And I'm like, honestly, I don't feel comfortable with having a book Mormon inside my household either. But like, you know, compromise, you know, if you're not going to drink it, like, I'm like, I'm like, if you're not going to drink it, which you won't, then just leave it there. You know, it's not like, it's not like the devil's looking back at you. So then I kind of just avoided that. And, but then with the time I was like, you know what, if I, if like, it's mine, I'm like, if she doesn't like it, she can throw it away. If she doesn't like it. She should spill it. She just has to pay me back again. So at the time I'd start to just buy more and more bottles and I start to put in the fridge because honestly, who the hell cares? And she was like, I don't like alcohol inside the house. And then once she came home from like a trip, I don't know where the hell she went, but she went on a trip and there was like a wine in the fridge in my area. And she was like, um, is the wine staying in the fridge? And I was like, yes, it is. Cause what the hell? Of course it's staying in there. Like where the hell, what am I going to do with If it's a full bottle, I'm not going to like spill it. And then also, cause like I actually use wine, not just to drink, but I also use wine to cook. You know, if you want to make a risotto or like other kind of things, you know, just like sometimes like sometimes a little gooch of wine can taste quite nice. And um, I'll speak about wine. You know how if you make fondue, you put white wine in it. That's not how she does it. She put like she and her family, they put apple cider vinegar inside. And honestly, for me, if you put apple cider vinegar inside your fondue, you never had fondue. So she's probably lying. She like, you know, she's lying about something when she says, when she says she had fondue, just know it's a lie. So yeah, that was kind of like about when it comes to alcohol in this place. And also I think once we were having like me, my boyfriend at that time, and then two other people we were having, we were getting ready to go to a gala evening and, um, we had an empty bottle of gin on the table. We forgot it there. And then, um, the next day I was looking for it because I was like, oh, where is it? And then I realized she threw it away. So she touched something that was unholy, but like, I was like, oh, I took it out and I was like, did you throw it away? And she was like, yeah, I didn't want to see it around. I'm like, okay, but I don't just go around and throw your things, throw your things away. I was talking about your things for two years. Okay. Oh, she's the stingiest person ever as well. Like for two years, she's been using the same brush, like this kitchen brush, you know, that kitchen brush you can use to wipe your dishes. She's been using for two years straight that same brush to what to like to wash our dishes. And honestly, that brush, like I told you guys before, I think on the last episode that she is an organized person, but she's dirty while I am messy, but clean. I know for a fact that I'm clean. I know it. I have someone living in my place right now and he can, he can testify. And also my best friend, she can tell you I vacuum probably twice a day. (laughs) 
And I do clean my apartment actually every week and sometimes even twice a week. Like I do really look about being clean because honestly, honestly, I think it's gross. But she had this kitchen brush, which we both bought together in, when was it? In 2018, we bought it when we went to Ikea. And, but the thing is like, I, I use the kitchen, kitchen brush and I use the sponge. So I also bought sponges and with the sponges, I probably threw them away every second week ish. Probably like that, but I always bought new ones because I, I think cleaning with a sponge is sometimes just better because you can actually like be more precise where to, where to, uh, yeah, with the sponge, you can be more, you can be more precise. You can actually clean that area you want to clean where the brush is more like, you can clean things, but I'm not like, I'm never really sure how good you can clean certain things, you know? Like, let's say, for example, I'm going to fry some fish sticks in the pan. And then to get like the oil and the little crunch pieces out, I take the brush and then I first do that kind of rinse with some soap and stuff like that. And then after I take, I actually take the sponge and then I do it a second time to make sure it's just all gone, you know? But she, she only used that brush. And I asked her, I was like, hey, can you use one? Like, because I'm like, the brush is kind of looking gross because in the brush, because she's been using it so much, you know, there's been kind of some things kind of formulating inside that brush. Like sometimes you find like a little, you know, bits and pieces of food and like little kind of slimy things in it. And she still uses it to clean out her stuff, even just like a knife and fork, which I'm like on it. Like at one point, it's just kind of getting gross. So one day I threw it away because it really like for two years long, that same brush, honestly, hell the fuck no no and then she texted me and she was like why did you throw away my brush you have no right to do that i think she i don't think she said i don't think she said you have no right but she was like why did you throw away my stuff she said and i was like first of all it's not your stuff we bought it together second of all you've been using me you've been using that brush for two years while you, you were complaining that sponges are gross they have so much bacteria on it, but I'm like, honestly, you're collecting so much bacteria just by that one kind of thing. And honestly, even like, even when she used a sponge, she couldn't clean. For some reason, like even, even with a sponge, like I found spoons that were inside the fresh spoons. Like, you know, when you, cause we, well, we had a dishwasher, but we also did hand wash a lot. Um, but also speaking about dishwashers. I'm going to talk about that after because I realize a lot of people do the same mistake. But so if we ever hand wash something, which we had to do for a while because our dishwasher was broken, I would find that she would just wash things and put it inside the little basket, you know, so it can air dry. And then after, after air dried, she put it then in the, like there were all the rest of the knives and fork were and, and other stuff. So I once found then a, like a fresh spoon well, it should have been a fresh, clean spoon, but it had, a, it had like this brown kind of thing on it. And here I was about to use that spoon after I was like, what the hell is this? And I realized it was chocolate, you know? So like, while she thinks she cleaned the spoon, there was a lot, still a lot of chocolate on it, you know? And I was kind of like, first of all, we're like, do you need glasses? Because you can obviously, there's still chocolate on this and you put it inside all the other spoons where all the fresh spoons are. So what I did, I told her about it and then she cleaned that one spoon properly but then I was like honestly it's kind of gross because I am a bit of a germaphobe as well but that's probably just my problem that I'm a germaphobe so you know if if, you, if that's not you yeah but if it was me so I just took out all the other spoons and I cleaned them 
I just hand washed them and I just cleaned them all. And then just to make sure, because I'm like, it, you know, because she, she ate every single night. She ate this chocolate mousse thing. Well, it, it wasn't even a chocolate mousse. She called it chocolate mousse, but it was more like a chocolate. What the hell is it? It's like a chocolate pudding, you know, in this glass thing. So every night you hear like this glass chocolate pudding going when she was trying to, you know, get all the chocolate out to eat. But yeah, so I always knew it was her anyways. I didn't like I in the first months I ate a lot of chocolate mousse, but at one point I had to stop because I was like, honestly, this is getting too far. And then I switched to apple and pear, like applesauce and pear sauce together, which was really good. So yeah. <sighs> so like despite of us, you know, like having a lot of different things, we like we did have good times, you know, which is which is like we had really good times in the first couple of months, you know, we found new friends, but when it came to new friends, she was telling me how people like me better than her. I'm not trying to say like a way like, oh yeah, people like me more or doesn't that. I'm not trying to like put put that kind of image out there. But the thing is because I know for a fact that I'm a very like I'm a very talkative person. I can be open to people. I can, you know, like I'm just more out there while she's a bit more on the reserve side and very easily to judge. So I can see why people they would lean more towards me to talk than to her. But it's never that they had a problem with her, you know, that's not the issue. But then she comes to me and she's like, you're taking, you're stealing all my friends away, this and that. Like everyone goes more to you. Like you're doing this to me and you're doing that to me. I'm kind of like, I'm not doing anything. You're the one that wants me to come with you to church because you don't want to be alone. You're, you're the one that asked me to come with you to see that person because you don't want to be alone. Why the hell do you not want to be alone? And then if I leave you alone, you start crying, which happened before. Uh, that girl, she cannot be alone. She cannot be alone. Honestly. And I'll get and I'll, and I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, when it came to like friends, it was ugh, complicated. So then she, her birthday is like in January. So in January, she gave me such a hard time because some people wanted to spend time with me and not with her. And then so I told her like, oh, yeah, by the way, like I'm planning to throw you a birthday party before we had problems. You know, I was trying to do something nice here. I was trying to do something nice. OK. And I mean, it did it did kind of cost a bit. So I like, so I did invite people to come to her birthday party. Um, and then she started giving me a hard time about like inviting, uh, no, she gave me a hard time about like the, like that some friends prefer me over her, this and that. And I was like, it's not true. And like, also just like, if you want them for yourself then have them for yourself, like, I don't really care. You know, I don't, I don't give a rat's ass. And then, so what I did, I invited everybody. I, made the whole birthday party. I decorated the whole place, everything. And, um, I did all the foods except for cakes. Cause someone offered to bring cake with, I did everything. And then after I left that night, cause I was like, I mean, before she arrived, I left, I went to my friend's house and I went to have a wine evening, this and that while well, she could have a birthday party with the friends that she wanted to have, you know? And then she texted me and she was like, I want you to be here. This and that. And she got upset at me because I threw her a whole birthday party. She didn't even say thank you. I'm kind of like, girl, what do you want? Do you want me to be there? Do you want me not to be there? Like I decided to leave because I was like, okay, I'm going to give you, you know, your personal time. You can have the, you can have fun with the, with the friends that, that you complain about that, that you say that they like me better, which is not like, I think they like us both, but it's just like in, individually, you know, and sometimes it's just easier to talk to me. Sometimes, you know, if it's about church stuff, it's easier to talk to her. If it's about everything else, you come to me. <laughs> um, But 
yeah, so that night I left and she got so, so, so pissed at me. The fact that I left that like when I came home and I was a bit tipsy and she was like standing there in her pajamas, she was like, you know, I could kick you out. And I was like, do it, kick me out. And then she was there like, like she was just so upset. And she was like, you didn't have to leave. And I was like, well, you're the one who's complained the whole time that I'm always stealing your friends. So I was like, you can have you like, you can have them for yourself if you want to. And she was like, I never said that, but she totally did say that. And like, she is a person like when she thinks she's right, she thinks she's right. Like for real. And it's hard to get, like, she's just like her mom at that, at that, like they, like they think that they're right. And they're going to go with that, like, uh, like until their grave and until like Jesus sends them back down and stuff like that. So that was tough. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had situations with guests as well. And guests, I mean, guests like family, friends, or partners, you know, for example. And yeah, that was not fun either. Like, it wasn't great. So when it comes to guests, I'm more of a person where I feel okay when people come by. I don't really care. I don't care if it's during the week. And also, I don't need like a big warning. If somebody's going to come over, I'm like, okay, sure. Like, I don't really care. And I made sure by her, if she ever has guests that want to come over or sleep over, I would be the chillest person ever. Because I knew if something, if I would do something and she would try to make a reaction, I could be like, girl, I did not react like that when you had guests. So you better fix your attitude a little bit. Yeah. So she did have a couple of guests. She had two girls that came over. They were on the same mission like her in Russia, but she, but she didn't really know them personally that well. Well, she, okay. First of all, everyone she saw with her eyes and maybe maybe said hi to her, she would be like, oh yeah, they are my friends and they are my homies. When it comes to homies, some homies here that are listening, they know exactly who they are <laughs> that are apparently hor- uh, hornies. <laughs> For sure not her hornies. That girl does not get horny. Except if it's about church. But like, yeah, some of she calls some of my friends homies and they probably hung out with her never. Or just, you know, for real. It's it's a bit crazy. But um, she she has two people that she's not that close with. And then they kind of contact the world like, hey, since you live in Paris, can we sleep over? And don't forget, if you live in a different country, people are going to text you to come over and sleep over, blah, blah, blah. Because they can kind of, you know, use the fact that you're there, even though they don't know you that well, you know? Like by me, I only invited people over that I will invited if I told my friends, like, come, come and see me in Paris, obviously it's me telling you, like, you know, come and see me. But like, if people would reach out to me, like, Hey, you live in Paris. You think I can sleep at your place? I said, no, because bro, if I don't know you stop using me, you know, I'm so sorry for the 30 on. This is horrible. Oh, I have an energy drink, but I'm not going to crank it open and drink it now because it's going to kind of sound like it's going to sound gross. Anyways, so if it came to guests, I usually was more like, if I know you, I'm going to, you know, say yes. And she's more like, it was hard for her to say no to people because they were probably nice to her. 
Except if it was me. <laughs> she could easily say no to me. Or like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah. So she invited these two girls. And I did not know who they were. And I said, you know, no problem, you know. The only problem that I had is that one of them used my shaving cream and then my razor as well. And I found the hairs on the razor. And I thought that was just the grossest thing ever. Because I'm like, ugh come on you know like bring your own if you want to use my shaving cream you can but just ask first you know just ask like, hey by the way i forgot mine can i use this one you know and then using the same razor how gross is that you know so i told my roommate i was like your people use my stuff you know because i'm like first of all they can use your stuff which she used men's razors i mean uh, yeah she used men's razors and i think men's shaving cream which is perfectly fine but she can't be she can at least tell her guests like use the men's one that's mine no they went on to use my stuff which is i guess like i mean i'm not like then i was just kind of like i was more grossed out about it i was not like mad mad but i was kind of grossed out but i think i was more mad about the fact because if i had guests she would always be like if i told her maybe like oh yeah i told her maybe a day or two before i'm like oh yeah by the way i'm gonna have a guest come here for like to like sleepover she made a big deal out of it she was like yeah, but couldn't you tell me this earlier so I can like prepare myself? I'm like, why are you preparing yourself? They're not your guests. And she's like, yeah, but like I need to prepare myself anyways. And I'm like, why? Like you're not gonna be a part of them. You're like part of the whole thing. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be their friend. You're not gonna hang out with us. Like the person's just going to sleep here. You're probably gonna see the person once or twice, you know? Because I'd be out with them most of the time. So what's your problem? And we had in our living room also we had like this couch you can pull out, and then it turned into a bed. And then, um, so yeah, so like whenever my guests would come over, which like I did have sometimes guests, I think in the first year, I remember Linda came and then I think other people came as well in like more, more in like the second year than when we were, when I was living there. And some people just came for like a day, like Lucene, she just came for like a day or like, um, I'm just trying to think like like people that just like we you know we're here very fast also Jasmine she was she also came in and out sometimes isn't that I'm trying to think of people who actually witnessed my roommate that's why because like sometimes she was there sometimes she wasn't because sometimes when she was in America I'd invite people as well you know so like it's a bit confusing but whoever like whoever the kind of, the kind of guest was sometimes she was just like she was like she kind of just made a like she did not like when I had guests and then once we were eating after she was like, <laughs> I hate when you bring guests over. And I was like, why? And she was like, I don't know. I just think that they judge me. And I'm like, well, obviously I judge you because you like judge them. But the thing is like, I'm like, they don't even think of you. They come in and then you're there and you're just like, hi. And they're like, hi. And that's all. And then she acts all weird and stuff like that. And like for the first time in her life, it made, because I think she didn't like that I have guests because it had, it like, it made her have to stay in her room for once which she kind of hated she hated being in her, in her room she liked to be in the most common areas so she can like feel not alone which i get sometimes you want to just want to be in the common areas and just chill a bit like that but she was there every day and at one point like if i want to be in the common area like i had to kind of you know respect what's going around like going on around the situation like if i had in my ways and I, like if i had my music on she would kind of be like, you know, like I know she wouldn't approve of my music because it had bad words in it, especially because, you know, I like I I do listen a lot to Eminem and 
you know, we all know he's not the holiest of the holiest. For sure not. So a lot of Eminem did kind of trigger her <laughs> to go to her room sometimes or, you know, put on her own headphones so she can listen to some Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Don't Google that. And then, or just, I don't know, other kind of music. And then... Yeah, so like when it came to guests, she told me that she doesn't like my guests, but she was inviting a lot of guests over to have some kind of bad looking curry that she made or some kind of bad looking, what did she usually, she usually cooked, she usually made like tortellini and like also made, ugh, like she and food was also a really bad situation and it kind of gives me a headache, but I can plow on. <laughs> So yeah, she told me she doesn't like my guest. And I don't think my guests were really too fond of her either, you know. And even when it came, like my guests, we all like to drink together. We all like to have some good times. And she just, you know, didn't really appreciate that. And like whenever her guests came, I made sure never to say a word, nothing. And her guests came a lot to like do a lot of sewing or like just to eat some bad food from her, this and that. Also, talking about food, do you wash your chicken before you season it and cook it? Because I realized a lot of people, I don't want to make assumptions or anything, okay? I'm not here to make assumptions, but that's just what I realized with my friends who are white versus my friends who are Hispanic, Asian, black, or, okay, I don't have that many black friends, but, <laughs> but like just from other areas and stuff like that, like who have a bit of a background, not, not saying if you're white, you don't have a background. I'm not trying to get triggered here, like trigger anybody here, but like, a lot of my white friends, they would say, for example, like, um, like I asked them, like, do you wash your chicken? And they were like, no. But I don't mean wash or washing with soap. You just rinse it in the sink. Well, I realized a lot of my other friends who have, who are maybe like Mexican or who are Colombian or who are from India or something like that, they're like, yeah, like I do rinse off, I do rinse off my chicken after I take it out of the thing. And then I, and after like, I saw her like, you know, cooking chicken and the way she cooked chicken, oh yeah, yeah, that girl, she cooked so white. And I'm not even saying kind of like as if white people can't cook, white people can cook that for sure. White people, anyone can cook if like, if you believe, you know, but like she thought she, like she really felt like she believed, but honestly she believed all the wrong stuff when it came to cooking. She believed all the darn wrong stuff <sighs> for real. So first of all, she didn't rinse her chicken, which for me was a bit strange, but then I was like, okay, <sighs> some people do that. And then she just would, you know, kind of just put it in the pan with like almost nothing. And then it would just look like this poor piece of dried looking chicken, you know, that looked almost so white. It, I'm like, does it even have any sprinkle on it? Like, wh like, where the hell is the missing touch, you know? And so sometimes I cook the chicken for her because I was like, oh my goodness, like this cannot be like this. Ugh, this can't be, you know, this, like this can't be real. And then what else? Oh, also, do you rinse your rice before you cook it? So I put rice inside my rice cooker and then I put water and then I kind of, with my fingers, I kind of go through the rice and then I kind of rinse it out twice because like once you kind of put rice inside something, you can see like a lot of kind of dust and things like that come out and sometimes you find even insects and stuff like that. And honestly, I'm not really here for the insect vitamins, but if you are, you know, bon appetit. But if you're not, like, sometimes you may find a bit of a surprise, you know? So then I rinse up my rice probably, like, twice to make sure that just the most things are out. And then after I 
I start to cook it. But I realized a lot of people don't do it. And when she cooked me rice, I did find like a piece of wood in my in my rice. <laughs> and I was like, ugh, just like, oh, this is a bit disturbing. And I know this, it doesn't happen everywhere like that, that you find something inside. It's just that in that moment, I found something inside. And I was just like, I, it's kind of gross. But yeah, her cooking was really, it was very basic. But she had, but she did know how to bake very well. She really did know how to bake very well, which is great. And also, I like to bake too. So like, we did some really good things sometimes. Um, yeah, honestly, having a roommate is challenging. And would I ever do it experience again? No, I think I don't know if I talked about the. I I think I generally forgot to talk about. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I did mention last time how she decided to leave the apartment but yeah but let me just okay we can do one more story okay i if i'm wasting your time i'm really sorry but i feel like i have to tell you guys this you know when you floss your teeth you get the floss out okay you kind of wrap it around your fingers a little bit i'm kind of doing the movement with it with my hands you can kind of imagine it and then you start flossing, this and that. So she would floss her teeth. And then, you know, look at what came out between her teeth. And then she would eat it. Eat what came out between her teeth. I don't know. But for me, that was probably one of the grossest things of like the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. Next to like people doing public corona toilets outside or like people throwing up or something like that. Like that probably was like one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life because it's kind of gross all the things that are like stuck between your teeth she like flosses it looks at it and then she eats it again me when I floss I kind of just rinse it underneath the water and then I you know ref like you know start in a different spot you know or just take new floss I don't know but she would eat every single like little piece of white goo shit that just like ended up on that floss and oh that oh like ah. <laughs> something was traumatizing for me but it was probably that oh speaking of traumatizing oh i still didn't talk about the time thing uh the guest thing well i did talk about the guest thing also talking about guest thing she did not like when my boyfriend came over. My partner that I had back then, she hated when he came over. But if I said, okay, I'm going to go, she was like, I don't like to be alone though. Like, why do you have to leave? I feel so alone. And I'm like, well, how, should he come here then? She was like, hmm, no. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, what the hell, you know? And then when he did come, she was kind of like very weird. And he was just a bit like, uh, okay, you know? Like he knew she like something was off with her, you know? And she tried to be nice, which I appreciate the fact that she tried to be nice to him. But at the same time, like, ugh, girl, chill. And I don't know, I think once or twice she did hear us having sex. But I don't think, like, she, she, she never told me about it. But I feel like there are moments where she heard it because our walls are so thin. But do I feel bad about it? No, I, I, I had to hear her church music too. Gosh. And then, yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. The second gross thing was also the fact of like i knew that girl does like that girl i know for a fact she does not wax i know she shaves but i know she doesn't shave the whole like she doesn't you know 
the whole enchilada. So like legs, yes. Armpits, yeah. Other places I know is probably a no-go. And you want to know why I know that? Because I know how the hair, I know how long her, her hair, her head hair is. Because even if I would shower, I would probably look to her left and then I'd see this huge hamster of hair hanging on like the glass. And I know a lot of people apparently do that. A lot of people told me like, oh my gosh, I did it with my hair too. When I like when I wash my hair and then I take all the hair and then I just put it on the glass and then I like take it away after. I think that's so gross. Like I just, I think the like the look of it is just really disgusting. I think it's very nasty. But then again, if you have a lot of hair that falls out, it happens, you know? So she like, she has a lot of hair that falls out anyways. And she always blamed me that my hair is everywhere. But the thing is like, I'm like, I, I'm like, your hair falls out everywhere. Your hair is all on my clothes. You're like a cat. I'm like, I'm already like a cat. The thing is just because my hair is dark, you can actually see it. Hers are blonde, but hers are legit everywhere. Her, because of her hair, um, our shower slash bathtub was clogged for over two weeks. And then when the guy came to fix it, he only got like a bunch of her hair out. And I even have a picture of it. I could like, I wish I could show you guys. I have a picture of it. And it was legit only her hair. After I told her, I was like, bro, like you blame me that my hair's everywhere, but you're the, like, you're the one who basically clogged this whole thing up. And I'm like, if you need to put the hamster on the wall, you can do that, but just take it out. And sometimes she just forgot. And honestly, it was kind of a shock and it was kind of gross. And once I just left it there and she, and like she showered two or three days with it and I did too. And she didn't notice. And after I told her, I was like, girl, your hamster's on the wall since like days, like ew and oh, gross. And also, you know, if you, if you're going to shave your legs or shave whatever other body part, except your, except I know she didn't. Yeah. I know that one area she forgot or just didn't mind because I mean, no man's touching her down there anyways for right now. But like, even in general, I know you're not going to go down there, but like, if you're going to shave your legs, your armpit, just rinse out the shower afterwards because it's even if your hair is a bit blondish but like I can still see it you know I can still see it just rinse out because I rinse out the shower after I use it for anything even if even if it's my own like even if it's my own shower I rinse it out just to make sure you know I'm like that everything goes down <sighs> but the those other hairs because I know how long her hair head is and I know she doesn't really have a lot of short short hairs if it can't like on her head where like I do sometimes because like sometimes my edges, gosh, but she has very long, like actually like kind of like really, really long hair. But like on the toilet, if I went to the toilet sometimes, I find like these middle length, shortish kind of almost kind of curly hair. And a girl that does not have curly hair, her hair is straight as Rapunzel. But like, I kind of find these middle long, not like, uh, like two, three, like two centimeter kind of long curly-ish hairs finding on the toilet seat. And I find a lot of them. And I found a lot of them in the shower too. And trust me, I know where those hairs come from. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious. Ew. And then I had them, you know, like those hairs were just on the, especially on toilet seat. I found a lot of those, you know, a lot. Ay. And in the shower too but mostly toilets. And then, you know, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. But all in all, I'm going to wrap this up. And yeah, all in all, would I live with a roommate again? No. Would I live with a guy one day? Yes. But we first need to, you know, see how our lives are together. And then after we can decide what we're going to do. Um, 
yeah, it was a heck of a ride. I went, I, I've been through a lot of ups and downs. I'm not saying that, I mean, like I, my, my advice is if you want to live with somebody, make sure you guys at least, you know, are friends on a different way, you know, not that you guys don't really know too much about each other, but just that you guys can just, you know, be cool together about stuff. But yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here and I'm going to say thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate you. I hope you had a good time just as much as I did, even though I did yawn three times, but I do really appreciate you. And I hope you have a fantastic, whatever you're doing. See you soon. <laughs>